up this phase. Just trying to holler at y'all and see what's going on. Had a lot on my mind reminiscing, trying to figure out these things that are going on my mind. Trying to figure out some puzzles. I'm not here to start nothing. I ain't trying to start nothing. Just got some things that I want to get done. Some things that I want to get solved. Some things I want to enlighten myself with. So maybe y'all take a time and to get the opportunity to stop by and listen to my thoughts. Hope so. Very intellectual. So if you get time, just holler at me. I'm reminiscing all in my room. Just trying to figure out a whole lot of things. Until then, y'all have a great day. And thank you for coming in and listening to me. Thanks. What's up, fam? First of all, I want to thank the most high for all he do for us, knowingly and unknowingly. Second of all, I want to thank Jesus Christ for dying on the cross, bringing us back to the most high bosom. Thank you, Yahweh, and thank you, Yahweh Shai, for all you do for us, knowingly and unknowingly. I want to thank my interstate and my out-of-state people for listening, y'all. I know you didn't have to do it, but you did it anyway. She get down, she get down, she get down, down, she get down, she get down, she get down. Hey, fam. Ooh. <sighs> I don't even know, man. We be so speechless so much that can be said, should be said. Too much to be said. But um like I, I I keep keep I know y'all get tired of hearing me saying this, but I wanted to get stuck in y'all brain. I'm watching we I'm watching this movie, y'all. In order for us to get next, y'all. And the most I say we got next. And everything got to fall to be next. I'm trying to figure out how we going to get next so I can actually, actually read about it and tell everybody about it. But I see slowly how the civil unrest is coming. I see slowly how, how, how 
things are manifesting into something kind of, kind of, kind of heated. What you talking about, Faith? What you talking about? There you go talking all slick talking. Go ahead, talk. Go ahead. We, we've been seeing basically two presidents running the country. One is running the entire country. That's Joe Biden. And then the other one, Trump has basically been running the Republican side of the country. So he's saying, send your support to Texas, sue them, uh, send your National Guard. And Biden is like, let them in, let the illegals in, give them everything they want, give them all that taxpayer money, give them lawyers, give them food, give them lodging, send them to red states so that they can vote for us. So we, we really are seeing a civil war ramp up, not only from a protect the nation standpoint, uh, point, but from who's trying to run the country. Donald Trump is in fact running a successful shadow government against Joe Biden. Now, Texas Governor Greg Abbott told Tucker Carlson that he will not allow illegal orders from the Biden administration concerning the border. Greg Abbott stated he will do as much as possible to put up more border barriers and deny illegal entry and will work regardless of what the Biden administration is doing. When commenting on what he'd do if the Biden administration tried to seize the National Guard, Greg Abbott stated he already planned for that possibility by signing a new law that will allow any law enforcement officer in the state of Texas to arrest anyone who comes into the border illegally. That new law will go into effect on uh in in the month of march now this means the state of texas and the 25 republican states backing governor abbott are essentially at civil war with biden and the dc swamp now let me know in the comments down below do you have a, a, a thumbs up or say yes 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 uh let me know down below i want to hear from you guys okay now let me go back to tucker carlson he has just accused Justin Trudeau of Canada of committing genocide against his own Can Canadian citizens by allowing the government to assist in unaliving Canadian citizens. Here's what Tucker said. If you're killing 50,000 of your citizens and the government is doing that through the MAID program and a lot of them are not actually terminally ill, they're just sad. And the government is encouraging them to submit to being killed by the government and then won't release the recent statistics. What is that? Yeah, it's genocide. That's exactly what it is. So uh, many people don't know this, but Canada is one of the few countries where uh, if you're sad or lonely or you're homeless or you're poor, or you're addicted to drugs, or you're going through a hard time, or you're terminally ill, you can ask the government to unalive you legally. And uh, they thought that this would be a small thing. And so far, over 50,000 people have come forward. So Tucker Carlson, being an investigative journalist for almost 30 years, is calling this out for what it is. This is genocide by the prime minister of Canada. At least that's how he sees it. And that was a big story. So I wanted to make sure to bring that to your guys's attention. 
By the way, I'm not ignoring you. Now, we've heard time and time again from a certain letter of the alphabet, how do you legally introduce evidence into a court of law? Now, the military intelligence agency has been collecting data for decades. But here's the problem. They couldn't use that evidence because of a certain term called the fruit of the poisonous tree, meaning if that evidence was obtained illegally or not by the certain legal terms, it could be thrown out by a court of law. Now, we've constantly heard from 45 that he caught them all. He's got it all. All the treason, the sedition, everything against the cabal. Now, as president, or even after president, he couldn't just go to the courts and just produce the evidence because you need to have a legal standing to present the evidence. And as we all know, the courts are corrupt. They would throw it out. They would be like, before it even goes to the discovery phase, they would say he has no standing, kind of like what we saw at the uh, Supreme Court level of the 2020 election. But instead of going to the courts, he's having the courts come to him. A lot of these court cases, especially the one down in Georgia about the election rigging, I think it's February 28th, which by the way is going to be televised, he has the opportunity to defend himself by producing the evidence. How do you legally introduce evidence into the court of law? He baited them into taking him to court to actually introduce this evidence that they've had against the cabal, legally into the courts against them. You see, in these cases, Trump's not the defendant. He's the bait. Checkmate, motherfuckers. Well, now we know for a fact the United Nations is funding the migrant crisis. We can stop guessing. Uh, from the Center for Immigration Studies, and I will put the article uh, link in the comments section so everybody can go read it for themselves but here you go united nation budgets million for u.s bound migrants in 2024 public documents show cash handouts to help food feed transport and house people headed for the u.s border and hey at least they even have a projection that, um, you know, in a nutshell, the United Nations and its advocacy partners are planning to spread the $372 million in cash and voucher assistance and multi-purpose cash assistance to some 624,000 immigrants uh, in transit to the United States during 2024. So I'll put the link uh, as, as in my comment thread so you guys can all read this. But um, yeah, now we don't have to guess at all that the United Nations is uh, funding this. And we don't have to guess because we've got you know, 624,000 coming. Enjoy the read. Have a great day. Says Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick. Governor, um... I've already gotten text messages from people who are concerned and hearing that, that this is just what Biden wants. He wants something to trigger something that will end up, you know, ending up in some type of violence involving states versus the federal government. Are you concerned about that, given how this is changing? I'm not concerned, uh, Laura. The biggest mistake the Biden administration could make would be confronting law enforcement or our military, our National Guard at our border, at this park, when we're actually doing the job that the American people want. So if they come down 
and create a situation, all of America already knows now, they will clearly see that the Democrats are willing to take on a state that is operating under the, our constitutional right to protect our people and protect this country. I don't think even Biden will make that mistake. We're not looking for a confrontation. We're looking for them to do their damn job and protect the lives of Texans and Americans and protect the borders in this country. And for every person that's died of a fentanyl overdose, for every person that's been murdered by MS-13, for every law enforcement officer who's been killed in the line of duty because these people have crossed the border, that death is on the hands of Joe Biden and this administration and his policies on the border. They should not come and confront us. They should just let us do our job. Do you welcome National Guard members from other states? Are you encouraging them to come join you? And if so, for But he, you hear he ain't saying nothing about no security of the world and everybody else. Police officers, um, drugs, and something else. But, you know, it, it, it seems to me when he was saying it, as he talking, it's all about I hear colonialism. You know all right? This is what I hear. I don't hear I don't hear that. I hear hee-haw. I don't hear the smooth words as Bill Clinton used. I don't hear those. So I'm 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 scratching my head knowing he's serious about what he's saying. But uh, in my realm, he majority talking about the non-pigmentation people. You know what I'm saying? He talking about they, them. He not talking about no other community, but his community. That's how I getting out of it so far. Let's analyze. By purpose. So, Laura, we've had cooperation from other states. We've had National Guard from other states. And Texas will take all the help we can get. It shows a unified America. It shows a unified group of Republican governors who want to protect this country. But it has to be organized. It's got to, you know, we, we, we don't want to have thousands of people show up tomorrow. We want to work with their departments, their National Guard. But in terms of asking for help, we're glad to have the backing of these brave, bold governors and lieutenant governors and senators in the Republican Party around this country who realize they're willing to come to the aid of Texas because they know we're holding the line. Would it, would it take the form of, of perhaps confronting Border Patrol who are trying to get into certain areas? Would it, would it be putting up uh, more of that uh, razor wire? or other types of obstructions at the border, what exactly would they be doing? Um, you're talking in terms of the National Guard? Yeah. I'm sorry? Yeah, yes, well, the National we Guard. have lots of jobs on the border for people to do. We're busy at work every day. Remember, our border, uh, Laura, for folks who don't know, is longer than the distance between Atlanta and Portland, Maine. It's 1,250 some miles. And so we need people everywhere. But let me tell you what, we're doing the job. If Joe Biden will get out of our way, we'll do the job. We'll secure the border. We don't need them. And, and also, let me say something about this Border Patrol. Border Patrol works with us, the rank and file, every day. We work together like this. It's Joe Biden that wants to come in and split us apart. 
He wants this conference. For what reason? We're doing the job at the state park. They have no reason to be there. They got 1,200 miles to cover. We're doing the job. They're trying. They're trying to make this a fight. We're trying to protect our border. We're trying to protect American lives and Texas lives. That's what we're trying to do. And he's trying to turn into a political battle and turn it into a fight with our state. Well, don't mess with Texas. Um, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick, thank you as always. Hey. So, my question again to y'all again is. Did they forefathers get the same thing when they came over here, when the government gave them the land and they came and got all these benefits while we was already in the land? Our people was already in the land. And what did they do? So now it's flipping again. Now they feel in a certain type of way. They was migrant. They immigrants. Now how is an immigrant going to get mad at other immigrants from coming in and doing the same thing you did? That's something to think about. Let's analyze. If y'all haven't heard yet, Mark Zuckerberg is building a damn bunker, y'all. He's out here building a bunker. The dude who made Facebook Y'all think he's over here doing other things, being like you, you know, enjoying life and just being distracted on Facebook. No, he's he knows what's happening in the world. He's making a bunker because World War Three is coming. Destruction is coming. Everyone with money is making a bunker. Even Rick Ross is making a damn bunker. He announced it. You understand? World War Three is coming. It's time to prepare. And you're the so-called black Latino Native American Indian man. You should be preparing the most. It's the second Peter's three and 10. And this is why you need to be, be preparing the most. This is what our God is telling us. This is what our God has prophesied unto us, man. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. We don't know when our King, who the world calls Jesus Christ, whose real name is Yahawashai, is gonna come when he's gonna return. But we know it's gonna be around World War III. We know based on the times, it's getting close. In the which the heavens shall pass away with the great noise. What's that noise? The nuclear missiles, the destruction, the war, the chaos, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also, and the works that are therein, shall be burned up. Everything's going to be destroyed when, uh, during World War III, when those nuclear missiles drop and they explode, and everything's going to melt, everything's going to burn, everything's going to be destroyed. That's why they're making those bunkers. And this is God's people. He's telling us here in the Bible to what's going to happen. You understand? He's telling us what's going to happen. Romans 13 and 11. And that knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. And that's us. We are asleep, man. But guess what? It's time to wake up. It's time to wake up. It's time to stop being distracted with the world and Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and social media for the wrong reasons. It's time to stop with the nonsense and get serious about what's going on in, in the world. That it is now high time to awake out of sleep For now is the salvation nearer than when we believe What salvation is it talking about? The salvation that was promised to us God's people, black, Latinos, and Native American Indians So we gotta get ready, man We like sheep lost Over here and over there We in a ditch somewhere You understand? We we, we, we sheep out here lost with, with no shepherd We out here dirty, filthy, haven't showered we following other shepherds. Well, guess what? Our real, our true shepherd who gave his life for us, 
who promised us salvation, he, he's on his way back. And when he comes back, he wants his sheep clean, shaven, in order, walking in a single file line. That's what he wants. And how do you how do you become that? How do you go from a destroyed sheep lost to a healthy sheep? We got to get in the ICPK because we are servants of Christ and we are the shepherds in his place right now here to fix his sheep, man. You gotta get in the UPK. That's what you need to do, because guess what? Salvation is near. It's coming, it's close. It's not time to waste time. Matthews 24 and 13, but he that shall endure unto the end, the saints shall be saved. You see, you can't just come and serve the Lord for your own benefit. You can't just come over here, serve the Lord and change, and then out of nowhere, things get hard, and now you want to go back into the world because you say, oh, well, I thought World War Three was going to come. I thought this was going to happen, but guess what? Everything's going back to normal now. You know, oh, COVID-19, it scared me. I'm turning to God. Oh, you know what? It's, it went away. Let me go back into the world. Let me go back to my old ways. No, man. You got to turn to the Lord. You got to turn to your God and stay that way and stay righteous and keep the commandments until the end, until he comes back. You understand? And that's how you're going to be saved. That's how you're not going to die when Christ returns. Make sure you hit up ISUPK. There will come the time, and it's not going to take long, where a natural separation is going to take place. A natural separation. The ones that are able to read the signs, that are able to go with what is happening, to adapt to the changes this world is bringing to us, they will move on to another world. They will move on to another area, to another cycle of us humans being right now here on the earth. And other people that are unwilling, unable, maybe incapable of adapting to the coming changes. It is simple like this. They will stay with the old world, which is about to end. That's the message. Life is a classroom without walls. Open your heart and mind, be a lifelong student, and let every experience teach you something meaningful. Face it, you do not look away when challenges come. You don't blame yourself if at that moment in time you're not able to face it. The only thing you're going to do is you step back, you take time for yourself, you invest the work, and prepare yourself to return. Have you heard of the five laws of the universe? How many do you know and how many are you following? First, everything is energy. The universe is energy based from what you sense to your thoughts. Surrounding yourself with positive energy helps you overcome obstacles and find fulfillment. Second, nothing is lost. Everything is transformed. Losses offer growth, experience and wisdom. Negatives can turn into positives with the right perspective. Third, the law of attraction. Like attracts like. Focusing on positivity draws beautiful things into your life. Fourth, the law of duality. Opposites create balance. Success comes from embracing both sides of a situation. Lastly, the law of tithing. Give back to the universe, be it time, knowledge or resources. It's sowing seeds for future rewards. In conclusion, these five laws guide you to live a happier and more fulfilled life. Respecting them aligns you with the universe and helps you leading a purposeful life.
people who experience what they call an awakening usually first realize that reality is not quite what they thought it was. It's like they can finally see the lies, the corruption and the deception. The other thing people experience is an inner or spiritual awakening, where their perception of themselves and the world around them completely changes. They now look at themselves as spirit or soul having a physical experience rather than the other way around. Often they can also feel a deeper connection with God and they experience more peace overall. Depending on where people are on their own awakening journey, they're drawn to different topics and areas of research or exploration. Some dive really deep into the spiritual, religious or esoteric knowledge, while others explore flat earth theories, secret government programs or weather manipulation. In many ways, those who feel this awakening begin to question everything. No stone remains unturned. People the biggest trap that researchers and seekers of truth can fall into is reaching at any point the idea that they've got it. We're not awake, we're awakening. So when people say I woke up, yes, okay, but you're still awakening after that. Because as Socrates said in ancient Greece, or supposed to have done, wisdom is knowing how little we know. So I've always gone on that basis that whatever we think we know, there's always more to know. I mean, that's the big truth that's without question true. And so I've gone on going deeper in the rabbit hole and asking where all this is coming from, what's going on in the world today. Because I concluded a very long time ago, back in the 1990s when I was researching this and putting together the names, dates, places, level of information. But there's no way it could be orchestrated purely by people sitting around the table deciding their next move. It's much bigger than that. So how big and where does it go? Where does it come from? And the sequence of my life since I had my initial head blown off awakening in 1990-91, it was a pursuit of where this came from. And it was the knowledge that what we see and therefore think we know about what's going on. Anything that annoys you is teaching you patience. Anyone who abandons you is teaching you how to stand up on your own two feet. Anything that angers you is teaching you forgiveness and compassion. Anything that has power over you is teaching you how to take your power back. Anything you hate is teaching you unconditional love. Anything you fear is teaching you courage to overcome your fear. Anything you can't control is teaching you how to let go. Life isn't happening to you. It's happening for you. There are no mistakes, only lessons. Came naked, you will go naked. You arrived weak, you will leave weak. You came without money and things, you will leave even without money and things. Your first bath, someone washed you. Your last bath, someone will wash you. This is life. So why so much malice, so much envy, so much hate, so much resentment, and so much selfishness? Be kind to everyone and do good deeds. We have limited time on earth. Don't waste it in uselessness. Happy New Year, everyone. 
if you can understand what I am about to say to you. Thank you for the work you're doing. A deep shift in perspective is happening. It invites us to look inward, know ourselves better, heal, and evolve together. This awakening to higher awareness can only be felt if we are open to truth. When you awaken, you realize what you thought was true before wasn't fully accurate. You have to let go of conditioned assumptions. We have searched outside for truth when it's already within us. We already are everything, yet also the evolving awareness. Now you see the interconnection of all life, synchronicities revealing links uniting everything as one whole. As Einstein put it, coincidence is God in disguise. The Bible allegorically speaks of spiritual rebirth too, letting your old self fade as you renew. In this state, your mind expands childlike, learning through energy. Overwhelmed by new perspectives, your mind takes in intuitive knowledge and worldly experience, though it's often a lonely path. Seeing through illusions as revelations unfold, discernment awakens, and beliefs lose grip. You directly access the divine within. This world starts feeling less substantial. You now lead so others might also see. You are the wave realizing it's part of the ocean. Withstanding judgment, you sound a call for all to match the frequency of unconditional love, co-creating a beautiful world guided by balanced heart and mind. Well, most people don't know who they are. They really don't. I know my name, I know my age, I know where I Yeah, I'm that's not you, though. If you ask the average person who they are, they'll give you their name. They'll say, I'm Bob Proctor, but I'm not. Bob and Proctor are two words. My parents give them to me. They're called names, but it's not me. It's my name. Then somebody will say, well, this is me, but this isn't me either. It's my body. Like, you never phone down here to the to the studio and say, body won't be in today. It's sick. Okay. You know, we don't say am hand or am leg. It's my hand, my leg, my body, my name. Who am I? See, I think we live simultaneously on three planes of understanding. We're spiritual creatures. We have an intellect, and we live in physical bodies. But because we lack awareness or understanding of who we are, we're totally locked into a physical world, and we let things outside of us control us. 95% of the population are reacting to life. They're not really living at all. What's up, fam? This is Phase. First of all, I want to thank the Most High for all he do for us, y'all. Knowingly and unknowingly. Second of all, I want to thank Jesus Christ for dying on the cross, bringing us back to the Most High bosom. Thank you, Yahweh. And thank you, Yahweh Shai, for all you do for us. Knowingly and unknowingly. 
I want to thank my interstate and out-of-state people for listening, y'all. I know you didn't have to do it, but you did it anyway. I want to thank also my out-of-state people for listening. I know you didn't have to do it, but you did it anyway. Sugar down, sugar down, sugar down, down. Hey, y'all. I didn't... I was going through some content and something. And I came across something that really kind of hit me. You know, America always talking about or want to forget about some of the things that their forefathers did and they don't have no type of empathy about it. And when he, when he started, when I listened to this, and it was, and then he started talking about Baltimore, then I started to grasp on to the mindset of the area in this place. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to say nothing crazy, disrespectful, because it's really, and I don't want to give what I want to talk to you away. But I won't, I want to just try to keep away from that and let y'all hear it in a minute. You know, we look at, let's, let's, let's sit back a minute. We look at, um. We look at um, what our forefathers and foremothers have been through, right? Us, us, black man in America and black woman in America, right? We look at what our foremothers and forefathers have went through, right? And, um, the, the history is so crucial, y'all, that they don't even want us to know. They they don't even want the world to know what they did out of state. I'm talking about other nations out here listening to our voice. They don't even want y'all to know how reckless. That's why I talk and say what I say about these type of people. Because the only people that can talk about what these type of people that we are dealing with or has been dealing with or just tolerating it, the world should listen to a straight, conscious, righteous man that's doing, you know, just doing the righteous thing. And it's true. Now, if you can't back it up, then it ain't true. And if you can back it up, 
then it is true. So why are you going to get mad at truth and it's backed up? And the world always talking about genocide, genocide. Oh, they, we gods are genocide, genocide. And they use that word so loosely. Ain't nobody. Ain't nobody in this in, in, in the whole nation since we've been in captivity, captivity, been in the genocide that we are in and still is today. So when they use words like that, you know, they don't I already know they don't know what they're talking about. You know, these people treated my forefathers and foremothers like animals. Animals that is out in the stock room like the cows and the pigs and the horses and the birds and the chickens and the duck. And the dog had more value than my forefathers and foremothers. And we so easy don't want to get to know why we in the position we are in and what what mindset we are in. We we just we just so I don't want to hear about it. I don't want it. That's in the past. Yo, we've been going through this hell all this time. And if you want to stop going through this hell and 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 have a better life for you there on and your family and your children, you might have to go in the path so you can figure this stuff out. But most of us don't want to figure it out because we comfortable living like we live. Dudes out here giving all this energy to Republicans and Democrats. And if that's why I say what it, 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 it's the different it's levels to this, man. You know, it, it's it's and, and then when, if you're not on 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 a level of you know my people and all my energy should be trying to aware myself, aware my family, and aware my 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 kinsmen. But, you know, they so much in James 4 and 4 that they got, they, they can't get out of it. They so molested. They are molested. That's why I say these people are a molesters. They molest my forefathers' mind, my foremothers' line. And they have a perpetual hate. And y'all talking about, that's when they talking about, oh, let's get along and this and that. How they gonna tell y'all, let's get along and, if, and all that, and they don't do the right thing for the people that they did wrong with, that they been here, that been with them ever since America started booming. 
Tell me that. We always, we are, that's why I say, we, when we start, that's why I say to love, love yourself is to get to know yourself. And if you don't want to get to know yourself and value yourself, then you're on the wrong frequency, bro. You're on that, you're on that, you're on that James 4 and 4. And you're not loving the most high. And, and if you can't tell all the stuff that's going on in this world and all the slick stuff, especially the people around my age, the OG women and the OG men out there around my era, we already, we already, we already seen this turn, this turning, this turning until it got here. We already seen this. We seen the church. We seen the making of the turning. Why half of y'all coming out your mama womb and just learning the turning or trying to see the turning and y'all y'all ain't got the full picture of it. You ain't got the full energy and the blast of it. We've been riding with this turn. And, and the most people is not even intellectual enough or in a mind frequency or their frequency or their spiritual frequency is so low, it's they gone. And if you got a low frequency, I feel, I feel sorry for you. No, I don't. I don't. Because I already know if it's for you, you're going to get it. If it ain't for you, you ain't going to get it. I learned that. And we got to realize something. It ain't no joke out here. Ain't no game out here. What is it? Revelation 3 and 9? Revelation 2 and 9? That's what y'all be rolling with. Revelation 3 and 9? Revelation 2 and 9? Y'all believe in all that, all that jive. And Titus 1, 14 and 15 tell y'all what y'all, what's going on. But we don't want to know. We don't want to see. But the thing that they did to us, I ain't heard it, heard it did it to nobody else. Always time. But when is time going to be up? So I want y'all to think about this. I want, I want the whole world to think about this. How crucial their forefathers was to my forefathers. And the Bible said they are their forefathers. And that's, that's why the non-pigmentation man and the non-pigmentation woman got to pay for their sins of what they did for my forefather. Let's analyze. Incest. Take the Eastern Shore of Maryland, for example, right? 
Most people live within a 50 mile radius of where they were born. A large percentage of the people who lived on the eastern shore of Maryland during this time of these breeding farms migrated to Baltimore. Baltimore, Maryland has is the incest capital of the United States of America. Baltimore, Maryland has is the incest capital of the United States of America. And according to uh, statistics by uh, my colleague, Dr. Um, Patricia Newton, who's a psychiatrist in Baltimore, in that area in Baltimore, um, Sandtown, where you had these recent rebellions, nine out of 10 black women in the depressed parts of Baltimore, nine out of 10 black women have been victims of incest. In the same area, seven out of 10 black men have been victims of incest. Watch the news channels here in America and see how many mixed race black men and women are forecasting the news in America today. Don't miss it. Don't miss who's on the television screen talking to us. That black-skinned woman or man is peripherally there. This mulatto, who I don't blame for their condition, but if you accept that role in society, then you got to take responsibility for what comes from it. You saw in, in the movie Precious, right? Monique won, a, won an Oscar for her role in Precious. Incest, uh, she had um, sexual relationships with her own daughter, right? Um, her daughter was sexually molested by her father in the movie. When Monique was on the Oprah Winfrey show, talking about that film, she talked about the fact that what helped to prepare for that role was her thinking about how she was sexually molested by her own brother, right? Oprah had Monique's brother on her show and asked him point blank, did you know what you were doing when you sexually molested your own sister? He said, well, I was sexually molested by my uncle ever since I was a little boy. I thought this was natural. Everybody did it. So we look at the socialization of deviant behavior that was set in motion over 100 years ago that is still playing itself out in our communities right now. So until we can understand our history, until we can understand the pain that we're still going through, uh, the mental anguish that we're still going through, and, and begin to realize how that shapes our thinking, our speech, and our actions today, we'll never be able to heal ourselves or effectively deal with the problems that we still have in our communities. And you see, and you see how the mindset of, I live here in Baltimore, and, um, 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 you see the molested mindset that they apply to the forefathers and forefathers in, in, in Baltimore. You see how they molested their minds and molested the way they live and the way they do things. And this was a breeding farm. You know what I'm saying? They had my my foremothers and my forefathers out there breeding like cattle. What other nation that got records that shows them as a nation that one nation did this to another nation and the other nation that been done with is all right with it? Because our people are all right with this. 
You know, we look at each other like we enemies, but these people already did this to us, and then they give Ukraine and them billions and billions of dollars, but they don't even want to sit back here and do the right thing. I don't need your money. Because through, when you read the scripture, Esau, their forefather, blessing was the weapon of war. You know, so war, every, every, everything they deal with or do, it can't be rational. It got to be intimidated with war. And now as I became, I became a watchman and I'm looking at all this content that I see around, around me. And I see what's happening here and to us. And now I'm seeing what other countries saying and looking at what the, the plot is and what the game is and all this other stuff. Is no reasoning. If you got people that forefathers used to do a whole lot of stuff, and you got the nerve to say that's in the past, you know what I'm saying? Oh, um, that didn't happen to me. It wasn't me, and you know, and all that. Okay, you weep what you sow, right? And the main thing that people don't realize about what you what you sowing. Everybody want to be slippery. Everybody want to be trying to tell somebody this, tell somebody that. Instead of, let's get on one page and tell ourselves this. When we gonna heal? When we gonna heal? It got to be an ending to this story that we go in our nation. It got to be an ending. Is this ending that Russia gonna blow us up, boom, and all of us gonna be... That's what the Most High set that up to be. If, if that's the case that Most High set this all this up to, to do that, right? Just, he should have just left us where our forefathers, what they was doing, and let it do it anyway. But there's always a reason for the Most High to do what he do. He, and and y'all don't even give him the benefit of the doubt. You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't see the world for what it is because y'all still in that. Y'all still have a low vibration spiritually. It may be for you or it may not be. You know, if it may not be. <laughs> it may not be. Uh, so... I don't understand 
when we gonna heal and stop hurting each other, man. Our mind been molested. We can't even get along. We can't even have a cordial conversation. A woman can't even, you know, be a woman. A man can't be a man. And all this other stuff, more uh, sexual, sexual identity is more important than ethics and values. But it depends on the ethics and values that you have. You have the ethics and values of the most high. Oh, you got the ethics and values of the world. That's why he said James 4 and 4. Either you love the most high and hate the world, or you love the world and hate the most high. What value do you have? And I don't understand as um, black men in America and black women in America, what 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 mindset did would change? Why your mindset change? Because you got a little piece of the pie or you in this world or because this whole situation made us this way, man. But the record is not going to stop playing until we take the down, we take it off the, the, the take the needle off the record. Take the needle off the record, man. Take the needle off the record and put another melody on. And we don't want to even put a, mel a, a new melody on that going to work. And the melody is the most high in those commandments. Well, you know, and I know, and I know half of y'all be on to them, got more loyalty and, and worship them, them sports and football and basketball and all that. You got all that energy in that, but you ain't got no energy in there getting in these books. Because all that right there is just a, 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 a soap opera, to be honest. But I know a whole lot through me going through social networking and talking to the people and all that. I know, I know this. And I'm learning to listen and don't put my feelings in it too, y'all. So pray for me for that because, you know, I'm trying to keep like a referee. Um, that a lot of people do not even, don't even recognize what's going on in the world. Don't care for it. And, um, and I see this all around where I'm going. But what is the mindset? You know, what what is the mindset of of we gonna have, man? What 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 the mindset we gonna do as a nation? We've got to put on the same pair of glasses and 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 be like minded. We ain't got to agree. But we can only agree on what the Most High requires us to do, and and that's what we should agree on. Because if you think there's ten commandments, then you in the, you, you you need to go back and start understanding your book. And a lot of people sit there. I read my book. I read. Do you study your book? Yeah, I study my book. 
So how do the Bible say you study your book? How 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 do you make the book? How you study it? Well, I read this chapter. I read that. See? Okay. All right. So when you read in chapters, what what are you learning? So who so far when you reading, who is the Most High talking about? What is the Most High doing? Why is the most, Why is the Most High fussing all the time? You tell me in the Bible, why is the Most High fussing all the time? <laughs> the Most High ain't fussing. He ain't, see? You don't even know. You need to start eating that book up then. Don't read it. Don't study it. Eat it. But hey, we... We 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 read the we read the Bible just like we go to the weight room or exercise. That's how we do the Bible. When things happen, we always crying to the Most High. Lord, if you give me out this to help me, Lord, I'm gonna stop smoking them cigarettes. I'm gonna stop drinking. Yeah, I'm gonna go to church every day, Lord. I'm, I'm gonna do every day. But time you get that blessing, shit, nigga, who? But you know that ain't doing nothing but showing you who you are. You ain't the most. I already know you're a clown. He's just gonna show you you're a clown because you, if you was about what you said, you're gonna be about what you say. We ain't all perfect, but the Bible says strive to be perfect. When somebody say we ain't all perfect, but the Bible said be strive to be perfect, so we get we are perfect. The Bible said be perfect like Jesus was, Yahweh Shai. And and doing them commandments uh, is doing the perfect thing required from the Most High. Because if you doing no commandments, how how imperfect are you are unless you wicked as hell. But we don't want to renew our minds. We don't want to renew our spirit. And, and we want to continue being molested by what? The car, the non-pigmentation man and the non-pigmentation woman and the non-melanated man and the non-melanated woman did to our forefathers and continue doing. And they don't even have no empathy about it, y'all. That's why I tell the world, y'all, what? Oh, him? <laughs> For real, y'all? <laughs> yeah, I tell y'all what. <clears throat> you know what I know. Shit. Run for it. Run. Run. You know, shit. Because, you know, all you got to do, all everybody in this world, all you got to do is do your research on African-American history since the 1700s in America. The atrocity of African, all you gotta do and see, and then you could get some of these OGs that still living can tell you about it. And they witnesses. But, you know, we so 
distorted and molested in America, molested and raped and raped our whole minds and everything that we too, we too, we too proud to say, hey, most I said we proud for people. Why you gotta be proud and we trying to get out of this nightmare? We trying to get out of this dream. The bag is already wet. All we gotta do is just punch, but we all wanna punch. Now we gotta sit back here, watching soap operas, eating Cracker Jacks when y'all ready. Y'all ready now, man? No, damn. Y'all ready now, man? No, damn. Y'all already know, damn. Yup, damn. See? The earth is given to the hands of the wicked. And when the wicked don't know, but the wicked will know, And this is what the non-pigmentation woman and the non-pigmentation man and the non-melanated woman and the non-melanated man and their allies don't realize. Most high got wants out on y'all. The most high got wants out on y'all. What? You hear me? The most high guy wants out on y'all. Prejudice bastards. Prejudice bastards. Prejudice bastards. Tell them though. Prejudice bastards. Prejudice bastards. Prejudice bastards, tell them go. Now let's talk about freedom. The Negro says, I want my freedom now. And others say, never. The voice of a responsible, educated, non-biased person says, togetherness. There is no other way. Until justice is blind to color. Until education is unaware of race. Until opportunity is unconcerned with the color of a man's skin, emancipation will always be a proclamation, but not a fact. <laughs> you see, prejudice squints when it looks and lies when it talks. Damn fool, tell him don't get his Prejudice bastards. Prejudice bastards. Prejudice bastards, tell them dope. Prejudice bastards, prejudice bastards, prejudice bastards, tell them dope. Prejudice bastards, prejudice bastards, prejudice bastards, tell them.